You already know what it is, your boy Benz alongside Christina. We have the Spark Up podcast. We got special guests in the house. Episode 141. 141. We're out here. Welcome, everybody, to Spark Up podcast episode 41. Once again, if you have not watched last week's episode or listen, we have a special <laughs> guest co-host with us here, Ashley Rays. And the people love you. They've been showing love, oh, sliding DMs. So Sharon, good. like, oh, you got Ashley on the show? I'm like, yes, duh. <laughs> you know, we're popping or whatever. No, I'm really souped to be here. I, I was just telling our our guest today that this is like the perfect place to be interviewed at. Such Word. a great vibe. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. So with us today, we have, I wish I had drum rolls. Manal. Are we saying your last name? Is that appropriate or is that too crazy? Manal is fine. Manal is fine. For okay. reference, my full name is Manal Jakar. Hey. She is the founder and executive director of the nonprofit organization, She Community Club. But before we get into that, we're going to get into some bullshit first because mm-hmm. we're good at that here. Um, how's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? It's What's my birth vibe? month. It's my birth oh, month. My birthday's on Sunday. Ooh. So it's this like for, Sunday? Yeah, coming up. First what? day of spring. What are we doing? What are we finna get into now, but I'm just souped all month. Okay. I try to be anyway. Are you one of those people that like celebrate, celebrate your birthday? Yeah. I'm a little calmer this year, mm-hmm. but I've just told like whenever I've been asked already, like, well, actually, like, what's moves for this weekend? Aside from brunch with my parents on Sunday. Um, Cute. I'm just like, I'm just trying to be low. I feel like if anybody wants to chop it up with me, have a quick sesh this week. I feel like that's celebrating my life somehow. Yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah. Wait, how old are you turning, if you don't mind me asking? I always mind you asking me that question. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <Right>. Benz, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. Um, I didn't do... Why do you get so thing. nervous when I ask you how you're doing? <laughs> because when you're used to doing a lot of things during your weekend and you don't do anything, it's like... Yeah, but that's just okay. really happening right now. Like, I'm just home. Sounds like a regular person to me. Like, I'm not understanding what's going on here. Some well deserved rest. You got some well deserved rest. Yeah. Really? Well, some of us I didn't, didn't. sleep. I didn't even use the time to, like, rest. So, what did you do while you was at the crib then? Nothing. Absolutely but you didn't nothing. sleep. You just, you just at the sat wall? there? <laughs> right. Did you binge watch something? No, no lie. No lie. I woke up. I. I did stare at the wall for a little bit, and I was, I was just like, in my room. Sometimes you know, I stare just going at the through wall. my thoughts, like, yeah, maybe I was just you know organizing my thoughts. Okay, okay, that's valuable. You no, know? com- 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 compartmentalizing. Com- com- there you go. Is like, that, that mad? Like every word, like every letter. Enunciation, <laughs> right? Yes, but that's yeah, good. You know, sometimes when when you're used to a certain flow, and you mm-hmm. go ba- um down to nothing. It get, it it's a thin line. So quarantine, cool <laughs> and kind of scary. You but know do you mean? like shame yourself for that? Are you it's one of those one okay. weekend? Why is that scary? Because I'm used to doing something on my weekend. So get up, ride a bike, go to. You the could have been at brunch. You the, you're the yeah. one with this. I could have. I could have been there, but I wasn't. For like you just like that's what just, you needed to do. Speak into the night the mic, please, Manal. Oh, sorry, right here. Yes, right there. Perfect. Oh, All right, okay. I want to hear you. I woke up. I had nothing in plans, so I was just like, you know, what? you could have called your cousin, me. It's no big deal. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Nobody's gonna ask me how I'm doing or <laughs> how about you, Christina? How are you, Christina? I'm doing great. How was your weekend? 
<laughs> you pass me that uh, vitamin water over there. I'm I'm here to deflect. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, my weekend was eventful. Shout out to Crib, Stay Silent, uh, DJ Diamond, Corv, Corv, who was on yeah. the ones and twos. I think we missed his set. And yeah, it I was. Saw, I think the last stretch of it, but they were such a good mix together. Yeah, but I was were. already excited for. That's why I was excited for brunch because I was just like, okay, we got and some Diamond. great people on Ox. Yeah, you know it's crazy. Uh, fun fact: I'm not trying to flex or whatever, but I foresaw Diamond's career. I was like, this kid is special. He's really good at what he does, and now he's all over the club, all over Providence, shutting it down. So shout out to DJ Diamond and shout out to Sabrina who was feeding everybody liqueur on the dance floor. I was like, it's a Eddie. Like that's the second brunch in a row in the past month of theirs that I go to, and it's a setup. I chilled this time because last time I bugged. I chilled this time, but nah. You know what's the setup? That tower. The tower. The tower. The, with the. Have you been? I haven't. I saw it and I was like, that looks dangerous. Like that's yes. like, a hazard. It's huge. I <laughs> love danger though. That's the problem. That's right. really the, the problem. Sometimes you live yeah. on the edge, but you be at home though. So how you living on edge? <laughs> this week. This week I was just chilling. this week, huh? Okay. I mean, but besides that, actually, I haven't been home all weekend actually this wow. was a very outside weekend for me and it's only march so i gotta slow it down a little bit you know because i feel like something is telling me that this summer is gonna be crazy oh yeah like it's gonna be ridiculous they yeah. got rid of the mask we outside ukraine is literally on fire the Stop. world is upside down for real oh, yeah. so i guess we're here yeah, for we're the wild ride good time partying i'm <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it in that sentence, but... Till the wheels fall off. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. I guess. All right, let's see what the vibe is feeling like today. Let's see if y'all are familiar with these, because for real, for real, this is the theme song of the... Um, this is the theme song of the summer. You like that? We outside all 2022. Spark up episode 141. What's the deal, Playboy? Just rest your soul. I'll be holding it down, yo. Still love the dough. Got these ladies on the cop now. You know how we go. Got the whole world on lockdown. You know how we flow. Don't worry about Brooklyn. I continue to flame. The four world with enemies. You won't forget your name. You held it down long enough. Let me take those reins. And just like the spirit, the commission remains. Niggas cross the T's and dot the I's. Now that I got too popular to cop them pies. I'm taking this rap shit serious. Till my demise, J shit's like cake mix. Watch me rise. Basics in the basement. Wasted. Asking my dog for advice. And when he can't say shit, my hatred is few. Just give me a sign. And I let the world know that the city is mine. Whoa. I belong to the streets <laughs> I want the streets and the streets want me Right Hey man, I'm it's outside like We're like five minutes into the episode being toxic <laughs> I am outside <laughs> But I do have a PSA Actually before I get to the PSA Let me just say this Shout out to Camry uh, Makeup by Cam 
her AKA. She's having a Y2K birthday collection launch party that's hosted by the Cooch. I wish I had the button. The, 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 the Cooch. Um, we that's need like a side camera person to be like, look at the audience. Right? Look at the audience. <laughs> that would be lit. Let's put that in the suggestion box. That's March 26th from 7.30 to 11.30 at Askew. Sounds by DJ DMK, who is also another good DJ. It's a 2000s theme. I know the kids love to dress in their 2000s rags or whatever. Um, and for more info, go to cam.ry on Instagram. That's K-H-A-M dot R-Y on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yes. And shout out to the Collaborative Club, where we are recording now. Big Frank, Otto, and Scribe have been very kind to us, even we when we act up and go past our time. So, shout out to them. And it is still Happy Women's History Month. That's why we have an out here who's making history here in Rhode Island. But my PSA is I'm not going to rant about duck sauce this week. Thank but God. I am good. Yo, no, no, no lie. I got extra duck sauce, and for I didn't me? Even ask for it. Oh, <laughs> got <soup. laughs> okay. No, no, no. I want to say to all the DJs out there, when you are in your Dominican bag, suavemente is not it. I'm telling Definitely you that not. right now. Definitely Literally, not. every Dominican slid in my DMs and said that is trash, that is basura, that is time to let it go, that it needs to be canceled, burned, thrown away in the trash. Mm -hmm. All of that is not our jam. We do not play that. He's not even Dominican. He's Puerto Rican. Facts. Um, he's a creep too. He got caught jerking off on an airplane once. Ooh, now I'm just throwing escalated. dirt on his yeah, name for fuck. Like in the, in, wow. Like in the aisle, like where on the in the bathroom? Do no, we know like the in his seat. Yeah, he's a creep. But um, I was asked. Okay, so then what do we what do we replace it with? What do we replace it with? Mm. What do we replace it with? Are you? Are you please better? don't say. This is what we're replacing it with. It's a good, it's a classic right now. Wait, it's like not hitting yet. I'm like, I don't recognize you know it. this. I don't recognize it, but oh, I'm fine with it. It's just still, I put this in the same See? category though. This is a classic. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Dominican stuff right here. Hold on, where's my Dominican button? is old merengue this is mambo yes different. it's very different this is hood merengue this is my sentence so, so <laughs> never will with this Ruben. is hood this is what hood music was in that time this is urban music exactly it's a little more that i meant it was in the same category as in i hear that song which i recognize once the you know it came in I hear suavemente and automatically I just, I feel like I need a paper plate. I need some arroz y algo on my plate. I see. I'm at a baby shower type shit. Feel, I'm really at a family but, baby shower type thing. that's only because yeah. every DJ feels the need to play suavemente Facts. as if the crowd asked for the mm. song. And we didn't. That's why, mm. you know. It's uncalled it, for. They just keep it at the family party. What's parties. the song that... The old times got souped. What's no, the song that when it comes in... <laughs> In on a party and you hear it, you're like, why? Why? Return of the Mac. Get rid of it. I we don't need to play that anymore. Too. In the club? I'm sick of it. 
Return of the Mac. I say Gold Digger. <gasps> By Kanye Stop. West. Fucking yeah, he Stop. converted me into that. No, you that. know why? I was literally going to wait and say Gold Digger <laughs> because <laughs> I went to Bayview, right? I don't really have to go into how the social dynamics at Bayview were, was. <laughs> for those who don't know Bayview, predominantly white. white. Right. So at the very few events I went to for the school, they would put Gold Digger on and they thought that that was like, like, yeah, it was their yeah. Like, they thought that they exactly. were being hit real, hip real quick, and it's like they really made me sick of that song. That's, That's how Dominicans feel with Suavemente, exactly like that. It's the whitewashed version of merengue. Mm-hmm. It is the like, it's like when Beyonce did that song with Shakira. Is that a beautiful that? liar? Shakira, <laughs> Shakira. No, no, no. A, I, I have a, I have a spot, soft spot for that music I'm video though. I'm not gonna lie. Nah, that's definitely like. like Aesthetically pleasing. What? I'm gonna I'm say. Listen, I love Shakira. Like, take, like, listen to it with the sound off. You're telling me that music video wasn't fire, girl. Wait, wait, wait. Beyonce Who's... looked crazy. That's true. I will say that. But, like looking back at it, like yeah, she was like, going Christa. hard. It's just both bad. I mean, yes, good. of course. It was a time. It was. It's a, a time piece for yeah. sure. Like. I, it's yeah. timely, not timeless. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, the problem. That's for sure. Yeah, because that song is Trinidad. Yeah, but I wouldn't yes. say it's timeless. People are going to hate me for saying this, but Uh-oh. I think one song we have to let go is. Don't say it. What do you think I'm going with? I already know what you're going to say. Just say it, just say it, just say it. Just no, say no, it. let me. Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. Thank you. Oh my God, yes. I co signed that. I I love that song, and that. I love that song. It's only because, mind you, I'm at a lot of parties. All right, Every single party that I go <laughs> He's to, mad hip, right? Plays it at least once, or and maybe everybody twice. gets souped, right? If, if there's two different DJs, it'll get played twice in the same night. And everybody got souped though, right? Like everybody starts fake. going hard. No, no, no. A, lot of, a lot of people fake. be faking. It's fake mm-hmm. now. It's, it's not genuine anymore. Like I want to <laughs> feel it. Like it's you know a time I mean? and like, a place for that song. You, it's 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 a Snapchat moment. That's what True. it really is. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. It is. A lot of people don't want to hear Let's that. Let's be honest. But I don't know the song like that. Anytime that song comes on in the function, I'm sitting down real quick to breathe. <laughs> That's I what I'm doing. And I love this song. Come on. Who doesn't love this song? Ready? You ready? We got to be honest with ourselves. We gotta if stop I mute this, well, you guys bit. know it, though. I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like it's this. It's like Bodak Yellow. Grind like that. Look at you. You can't even like fight the feeling. Your head's already bopping. B hasn't even dropped. Shit it's true, but, but we have to stop playing. See my dreams uh, You're not feeling it? For a little bit. Give it a little bit. Give it a rest. So it could, it could bring its essence. Why don't you gotta see it with a clear eye? Huh? Like I said, like I'm telling you, I wow, don't know the song. Wow, that's <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. Nah, no. like I really, I don't know the song like that. Little nigga, but I'm lion hearted. That's why you don't like it because you don't know it. This is crazy. I'm broken hearted. I have to, I have to put this. No, listen, I have, it's over. It's, it's fine. It's breaking my heart to do this because I love this song. I no, I understand. I co-sign but, 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 I'm just being honest. Okay. I, I want everybody to do this. For the next five parties you go to, count how many times they play the song. And then we'll revisit this. All right, let's revisit. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to hit a five. Like, this. I don't know how long it'll take me to get to five parties. <laughs> I don't think outside like that. Right, we're not outside like Listen, you, bands. We don't get paid to party. And it breaks my heart to have to do this, but. Yeah, it's fine. Anyways, we shall move on. 
because fans is going to start getting crazy. Facts. All right, let's get into the culture shock. Yeah, you have a li- you had a good list for this. And I'm like, I, where are we going to even start? I do. I'm going to start with the smallest. No, let me not say smallest story because that sounds disrespectful to what I'm about to say. But rest in peace to Tracy Braxton, who passed away at 50 years old from esophageal so cancer. Young. Very young. Uh, she was fighting cancer for about a year. And of course, if you watch the Braxton family show, you know that their family is very tight knit. It's a bunch of women and, you know, it was very beautiful to see like a black family being portrayed in that way. I think I w- that's what I appreciate the most about that show. And if you watch it, you know, she was hilarious. Like she had a big sense of humor, a big personality. She was also a background vocalist for Tony Brack. I think they all were her background vocalist at one point. So, um, yeah, how I was going to say happy birthday. Uh, rest, rest in, in peace, peace. Yeah. to right. Tracy Braxton. And <clears throat> they must be really hurting because, oof, if anybody knows about pain and losing somebody, it is I, and that is not easy. So Facts. we don't take that lightly. So can, rest in peace. Can I just take a second to say rest in peace to Sock, um, Scott Hall? Scott Hall, right. who is that? For the, for the wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. If you know, you know. Rest in peace. Word. It's a legend. I know nothing, but it's cool. Moving on, Uber is upcharging. So oh, get why? your coins together because gas is high right, and right, the drivers right. were like, uh-uh, I'm not driving because mm-hmm. the gas is too expensive. So they're raising the prices everywhere in the U.S. except for in New York City for whatever reason to offset gas prices. The surcharge fee will be 55 or 45 cents and 45 and 35 cents on uber eats depending on the distance okay and the money charge will go directly to the drivers i know some people are like well that's not a lot but this is where i kind of had a problem with this because if you're a delivery person you can claim gas on your income tax like on your tax filing but they only give you 58 cents per mile so what they're really doing is just giving you the same thing. They would, yeah, it's a trick, mm-hmm. but whatever. Do your thing, Uber. Hon- honestly, I think the upcharge should be more. Excuse me, because I feel like a lot of these drivers. You're are saying that because you don't drive Uber. No, That's very no, selfish. No, no, hear me out. I think it, it should be more for the customer. It is for the customer. No, but it should be more than what they're they're charging them. But why? That's not because right. Because these drivers are working and, and gas ain't cheap. Yeah, but charge it to the game. But, like, but can you give us like a little ballpark? For one order. I don't know how much they make. Or one, or, or one customer is not going to make a big difference. No, it's not. But it adds up with the rides. I mean, it's the same thing as, like I said, as you're filing taxes. And as you take a ride, your gas depletes. Yeah, but. So, listen. basically, I feel like the. It has to be fair for the driver as well. But everybody's because taking an L right now. Okay. True. That's true. Everyone think about of us. like the majority of people who probably even all use businesses Uber. like all businesses they're everything's upcharged. The prices Everything. are increased. So you have to like cater that. But also I don't know how much they make. Like I don't know too much, but like I remember the other day Uber dropped me off. He's like, Oh, I made two two G's this weekend. I'm like like, so that's a lot of money. I mean, like you know. driving all day. Yeah, he's he was making like five the like, four trips an hour at one point like 10 minutes back and forth like short trips 
it was like warm this weekend you know the sun was out right after so you know Mm-hmm. Like damn, like two G. So I don't, I don't really know. I would have to like look into how much. They it made. depends on the distance you're taking yeah. the person, like what location. Like in Boston, a driver would make more money for than sure. Providence because yeah. it's busier. But I mean, for me personally, Uber and like those jobs are really like side jobs because the service fluctuates. Mm-hmm. Like there'll be slow days. There'll yeah. be slow hours. Like you can't really Seasons predict. As well. Yeah, Especially in Providence. exactly. You can't really yeah. predict how busy the day will be. You're kind of like the lottery. So, have you ever taken a taxi? Yes, of course. How much is a taxi? They start you at a flat rate, like two fifty a mile. And then how much per mile? At two fifty, I think it is. Exactly. So if you if you if two. you match that against Uber, Uber is downcharging that taxi ride already i mean and uber is not giving the driver all of the money they make either so uber has been just playing they're, people they're, for a minute they're playing both sides basically mm-hmm. like at Chanel. the end of the day mm-hmm. but on the i, I want to speak for the driver because a lot of people are just speaking for the customer because i also drove <coughs> Uber, so i know bands. i know the wear and tear you put on your car mm-hmm. all that stuff you for example, that driver may have made two thousand dollars that week, but for three weeks he might have made nothing. Nothing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just for sure. It's kind of that thing that you never really know what that driver's making. Exactly. Fair. Yeah. And well and then, you know, expenses too. In the pot Definitely. Holes. And bills. Like people still got bills. But anyways, we move forward. Dabber Dan. Shout out to Dapper Dan. If you don't know, Dapper Dan is the legendary fashion designer who became very popular in the 80s and the 90s when he began to make custom clothing for rappers and other celebrities. He was like, oh, y'all don't want black people wearing Louis and Gucci? Heard you. I'm going to make my own shit. And he did that. And um, when fashion houses excluded black people from wearing and representing their brand, he became the it guy. Um, And... You know, being from Harlem and being such a prominent figure in the hip hop industry, a lot of people wondered like, okay, well, he's this big guy. Why doesn't he have like a partnership or why doesn't he have any deals with these big Mm -hmm. companies? So finally, um, when was this? I think in 2017, when Gucci came out with the baklava that was like racist Mm -hmm. and had the big red lips on them. And they also stole... Dapper Dan's jacket design, like directly the same exact thing. So after that, a bunch of people fake boycotted and spoke out on Twitter. Dapper Dan stood against them. And what they did finally was give him a, um, what is it called? A partnership for his own Altier. I don't know how to pronounce that word. It's a French word. Altier. Is that how you say it? U-L-T. It's A L T R L A T E. I think it's Altaria. It sounds right in the context of the Spanish is my first language, not English or French. Right now it is, right? (laughs) When it's convenient. (laughs) But yeah, so he was given a partnership at Gucci, and in 2021, he was the first black designer to receive the Jeffrey Bean Lifetime Achievement Award from the Council of Fashion Designers of America. See Spanish. Last week, yeah, Dapper Dan bad accent if Spanish. <laughs> announced a collaboration with Gap, making hoodies that replaced the G in Gap with the D for Dap. You like that? That's a bar. Um, they sold out in minutes for ninety nine or ninety eight dollars a piece. 
And everybody was on social media going crazy because they were talking about, oh, it was on my shopping cart, and then it disappeared. That's what they said about the Bots. um, what she was wearing, yeah. the Croc, the Croc collaboration. Last Not month. the Croc collaboration. Who's it going crazy for Crocs? I mean, Crocs the are Nicki, in. Nicki Minaj ones. Yeah, so, a lot of people so are in Crocs. Hold that thought because we're gonna get to that. Okay, right, right. So, um, yeah, did y'all check out the Daps, the Gap hoodies? I no, think no, some, someone cool, definitely sent it to me when it dropped. Um, just ball on the budget these days. I support it from afar. Ninety eight dollars for a hoodie is bugging. It's expensive, I mean, but I guess but, it's worth but it. People go and spend that on other brands that don't have someone of the culture working there. That's very true. And gladly spend it, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so a lot of people criticized him for partnering with Gucci and partnering with Gap. But he said, and I quote, I don't want to dwell on what they did to me. I want to venture ahead to what we can do together for ourselves. I will never feel bitter about having the opportunity to express my humanity because my aspiration is to be as human as possible. So shout out to Dapper Dan for making history. Can you imagine being like... 80 years old and finally getting your flowers like he's an yeah, older dude and sure. now is that we're finally getting to see him be put in positions and get the respect that he deserves. I, I don't know. that's I th- so I think forgiving he's, he's been like that guy no for us yes but now worldwide oh, gotcha. he is gotcha. a household name like mainstream recognition mm-hmm. from the whites the general audience yes. as you know right. brands like to put it middle america <laughs> what does that even mean i don't know nobody knows she got you with the lingo we'll talk, we'll talk about it later she be knowing, she be knowing. so moving on cardi b pulls out of a movie <clears throat> so it's been said that cardi b was supposed to be in a comedy she was gonna be the lead the movie is called was called because it's over now assisted living and she quit a week before production was supposed to start why and we don't know paramount pictures has since then canceled the whole mission they're like mission abort we're out of here cardi b's not gonna be in it what are we gonna do um so listen to the plot though the movie was about her character getting accused of something she didn't do and hides at her grandmother's assisted living home does that sound like something? <laughs> That's not the spot to be like hiding It sounds like they at. needed a celebrity to make it sellable. It sounds right? like <laughs> she should have quit. It sounded like they did not have anything without Cardi B. Like, so <laughs> it sounds like to me, Cardi B was going to be dressed as an old lady during the home movie. Yeah, is just, that like she undercover? Yeah, like, I don't... Yeah, it was a, a big mama kind That's of... That's lame. I think bad, she has way bad. more potential, like, I don't on a screen than that. Like... <sighs> I just don't want to see her as an old lady. Like, I, I don't want to see that if that's her, what it is. Give her I feel a role like that's, you know, more at serious. Least gives her a shot to this stardom of being a movie. Or like a character star. that she won't have to try too hard and like just her natural. Because she's just funny and like, I remember following her before she even became famous like that. And she's mm-hmm. just always had like that distinct personality. So definitely. I was going to yeah. say that too. I could see her doing comedy because mm-hmm. she's funny, but this plot just sounds trash. It yeah, sounds like Tyler right. Perry. Yeah, no. Oh, don't. Oh, hold up. Hold up. What You're not you, gonna. Here we go. What? Um, what's the new Tyler Perry? Perry homecoming? Medea's Homecoming? That is actually pretty Did funny. you end up finishing that, Christina? I know we were watching it at the same time. I feel like you're asking a lot of questions. <laughs> she did not watch. <laughs> That's none of your business. I was just asking a question. Yeah. Um, 
<sighs> Anyways, this is about Cardi B. Um, so we know that Cardi B made an appearance in Jennifer Lopez Hustlers in mm-hmm. 2019 and the latest Fast and the Furious. What is it? Fast and the Furious 25? Nice. That shit is uh-huh. overkill. So she was recently in the news for winning a $3 million lawsuit against a blogger who accused her of doing drugs while pregnant and a whole bunch of I other lies. I seen that. I seen that. Yeah, so she won that, and um, she mentioned being suicidal during yeah. that time. So I think Cardi B's just not in the right place. Yeah, And people are putting a lot of pressure on her to put out a new album, put out new music. And, you know, she just had a baby. She's figuring things out. She got her hands in a lot of baskets. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she got sneakers, she got that fashion deals. Probably trying to like, strategize now, especially with. Yeah, a child. You yeah, know. yeah. I Husband, can imagine. Like, offside, take a break. The fuck out too. Uh, <laughs> he's always cheating, now. I feel like he's been low. Come on, you can't just throw that. But out you're right. Who's her husband? I'm just offside. He was. Okay. Woo. He Woo. was. Yeah. But, mem- but remember, like Woo. that wasn't just like a one-time. Oh, we found out he was like that. Nah, was yeah, a, mean, that was maybe, maybe he's changed his ways a little bit. Mm. We haven't heard nothing. Maybe you know what I mean. I'm. I'm, I bet I'm bands. Not, I he bet for ancient niggas all the time. I was gonna say, <laughs> like, I fucking bet bands. Just, That's the culture here. I'm just, you know. He started off the podcast, fun fact, as a woman hater, and we have converted him to oh, a woman. Oh, here we go. Oh, really? No, no. Progressive. I'm going to have to do my research. So, I'm going to have to do my I'm research on those previous episodes. So. Yeah, where's the archive? Let me pull up the <laughs> right. No, there is no archive. <laughs> they are there. They're there. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> he hated Mariah Carey. Look at him. He's trying to deflect. Look at his nails. <laughs> go ahead. It's Women History Month. What do you want to say? Nah, Mariah Carey was foul, and I'll say that on Women's Why was she month. foul? What? We're what not doing this. We she don't have the time. She was foul for what she did. That's all I gotta say. We'll talk about it after. Okay. Next. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Mariah Carey. Get your money, boo. Okay. So, um, Stevie J, producer and reality TV star, recently made a guest appearance on a show called Leah's Lemonade Yo. with a host named Leah A. Henry. Um, since then, the. The interview has gone viral because it was a virtual interview. And we see Stevie J. He got his shirt off. He's in bed. (laughs) Let me finish, please, because you're about to defend him. I know that. And not even a minute in the interview, and he's already confrontational. And he's heard asking someone off camera, can you suck me off? Literally, you can hear him and read his lips. But was he being dead ass or was he trying to be funny? No, he was being dead ass. It seems like he was dead ass. And in the video, he's clearly naked. And then there was one part where he tried to give the girl a full angle. And she's like, can you bring the camera up and like flip it? And like he was being so inappropriate, calling her beautiful. That's what I'm saying. I'm so confused. He knew he was on camera. He was looking at it, like looking at himself. Like I saw the photos. You could tell. So this was something that wasn't meant to be public then? No. No. no, Was it on live or what was it on? It's on YouTube. I'll play the clip of um, the sounds. And this is graphic, but. This is the sounds? I'm already disgusted. You can. I don't. You can hear the sounds of the fellatio. Oh, stop. I swear. It's really terrible. Like. Yes. 
And what I really liked about this interview is that not only did Stevie J do this woman a favor now because people will be looking into her and seeing who she is. So congratulations to her. And she also stayed very professional. So I got to give her that. But then at the end, towards the end, I guess she was asking him too many questions that he was uncomfortable with because he's going to be on this show called Uncensored where he reveals a lot of his childhood trauma. Oh, and like wait. Business. So he was in the middle. Of, okay, because I wasn't hip to this. So he was in the middle of an interview when this whole thing happened? Yes. He's naked in bed while she's trying to conduct an interview. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she was like, oh, tell your son I said what's up. He's cute. And he was like, oh, because you're a slut bag. And he was like, your son a slut? He said, no, you're the slut bag. And then she to was the like, oh, lady? No. Yes. To lie down the part. Yes. See, I watched the whole thing. Like, I would be so fucked up because how do you stay perf- Like, I'm thinking I'm putting myself in her position naturally with mm-hmm. what I do. Yeah. Because you have to keep it professional, right? But then I would just be like, are you dead ass? <laughs> no, he was Because we'll get off the camera right now. <laughs> like, are you dead ass? Yeah, and the That's crazy so thing is... You're about to no defend way. him, bands. Don't piss me off, please. You're going to listen to Christina say I'm going to defend him? The crazy <laughs> thing is... I, I, I will say... Finish it, peace. <sighs> this guy's crazy. I will say that... um. Like, it's kind of weird for me, too, because she was complimenting him and kind of sort of giving him his flowers. Wait, the the reporter? Yes. Like, she was talking about... the whole time? Or, like, throughout her questions, she was saying, you know, you're a legendary producer and, like, asking him about his whole thing with Diddy and Bad Boy because he was a producer Mm -hmm. at Bad Boys. Um, And he's done some legendary things. He's been a part of, like, I mean, to be a part of Bad Boys is iconic. Mm -hmm. He has one of the most viral um, gifts. Which one? Gifts. The, the one. Um, oh, the gift. I thought you meant gifts. like gifts. I'm like, which one? Gifts, please. The the one that he's rubbing he's his like, hands. Rubbing okay. his- oh, yeah. I've sent that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to play it because oh it's really God. low when he says it. But you can also. It was all up in that audio, huh? I uh, I was doing my job, Ruben. Was it? Right? it was okay. for research. We <laughs> right, you see him right. trying to set me up? <laughs> Anywho. What would y'all have done if you were this lady? Would you have logged off or would you continue? I think I'd find some way to like, yeah, I think I would probably do something wild to get more because I would know in that moment this is going to get a lot of press. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably do something. I don't know what I would do, but I would probably try to be strategic about this moment because it's like, oh, okay. like the, and, and also like he probably wouldn't do that if it was a male speaking. No, he would not. Like so, that whole dynamic is just really interesting. I don't know what fully what I would do, but I would try I'd to like try to make a joke out of it. I mean, like, oh my god, you're so funny. Or are you trying to be disrespectful? I can't tell. Mm. Oh, you're being serious. Okay, logging on. She off. asked him like, "What's going on over there?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm with my my best friend right now." She was like, "Are oh, you in bed right now with somebody?" And he's like, "Yeah, all amped about it." Like, so he's a corn. Okay, <laughs> proceed. Exactly. That's like zero media training. I don't understand. It, so and, and then you wonder why you don't receive your flowers. And then mm. you wonder why you're not being hired. And then you wonder why your career is dead. Mm. This is why. Because when you behave in a certain manner, you get treated accordingly. Um, but yeah, the interview was only 16 minutes long. And I was very uncomfortable by this interview. But I had to see it through. I had to see it through. <laughs> Probably like some weird power trip. I don't know. That's yeah, that's. I don't know. I felt like it was <laughs> like low key sexual assault. Yeah, no. I mean, like you do that in a public forum. I don't know. I feel like that's like 
It's weird. It's very weird. And if you do that in public, you would get arrested. Like, so this is like on a a digital interview. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can make a case. I was going to say that she could probably sue his ass, but she won't. She's going to take this and run with it because she don't want to see as a reporter. She wouldn't want to be like, damn, like I wouldn't want to work with her. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, she fucking sues people. again, (laughs) Like, I think... I mean, I'm not saying what she should or shouldn't do because I don't know, Mm. but I feel like she would have to make, I would take advantage and take a stand. Like, like you said, I was just going to say that if it was a man, you would not pull up to the interview like this, Yeah, but because it was a woman, you're flirting with her. You're throwing compliments at her and he's making all these, yo, I'm done with this guy. He's making all these nasty ass faces. And my thing is. Okay, let's be for real. Let's be honest. Let's be adults. Mm -hmm. If you're talking to somebody, like, I feel like getting head while talking to somebody is not, like, how can you focus on that? It's like, I want to enjoy this. I mean, I want to say that it seemed like it wasn't the first time he did it. Yeah. Because he kind (laughs) of knew what was going on. But on on her end run them ratings up yeah no i mean my thing is like i wouldn't want to talk and do that at the same time some people are into that though yeah it's it's, like like, some people are like into like driving yeah i don't know people do public fucking weird displays of like Mm -hmm. just to test people's reaction people are weird i don't know that's not okay (laughs) sir not on women's history not ever Right, it's just super quiet. That's probably what I would say. I'd probably say something. I'd be like, this is on a Women's History Month. I'd probably make that clip go viral, my crazy ass reaction. Right. Like, I'd be like, wow, look at this crazy reporter. She fucking, <laughs> I don't know. That's probably what I would do, I guess. You know, what a time. But I was, I was kind of going to go the same route Christina went about <clears throat> that it's a double edged sword. I didn't sword. say that. You, on her end, you're giving her. Oh, oh, oh. It's I'm a double edged sword. Don't be putting me in your category. From yeah. it, but he's also benefiting from it, too. Mm-hmm. If you he's think about it. He's not benefiting from that. For sure. Look at the press that's around it. Right. Yeah, you but know, we're not focusing on him in a positive way. Yeah, but not everybody cares if the the way you went viral or went pub, like, you know, you're out there is a good thing or a bad thing. Look at the Kardashians. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. Look mm. at you potting. <laughs> so recently, I don't know if you guys heard. Oh, we did, sis. We did. Yep. The people did for sure. Uh, I have so many mixed feelings about this. <laughs> mixed? Yes, I do because. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. I started off as a Kardashian fan. Mm, my me, pre-woke me days before my third eye was open and before I realized I was black. I was a big fan of the Kardashians. And. Okay, so let's just play the clip first. Nobody wants and then we'll get to space. it. You That's have to, so true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they do because you have one life. No toxic work environments and show up and do the work. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. I'm sorry. First of all, you swore in a variety interview. That's wild off rip. So Kim Kardashian was asked to give some advice for businesswomen because it's Women's History Month and they decided that the Kardashians were the perfect people to talk to for this month because they're making history, right? And this is what she said. I mean, there are also women. 
no, no. Yes. But the point I'm trying to make is I'm using sarcasm. That um out of all people Thank you. Out of all people. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Influence. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Right, influence, but again it's like they could have their cosmetics line, they could have their like good moments, whatever, but at a foundation level, I always think mm-hmm. of like the background in the pre-story. And again, out of all people, you know what I mean? Like if we put the sex tape aside, if we put the their relationships being in the public eye and like everything we've known about that, it's like they came, they all stem from a father who was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. If you have a parent who is a lawyer, there is some privilege in that. Because no matter what era it was, and he was the fucking lawyer for the OJ Simpson case. Are you dead ass? You know that he got so much bread he off had that. Money, yeah. His net worth is in the millions. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they definitely, obviously, um, I was visiting a friend of mine and she was watching like earlier seasons of the Kardashian show. I never really like usually if I'm watching something of theirs, it's like with I'm with someone. So I had never seen those earlier seasons. So it shows like where they used to live at. And obviously it's not as glamorous as now. But again, it's like their background and their roots is still a lot of it has to do with privilege. Mm-hmm. So out of all people, it's like I feel an inspirational story. You really got to like think deeper than just all right, right now. Like I said, like their cosmetics line, anything that really comes positive with their. I'm not gonna like downplay that. There's right. like good They're aspects to what successful. they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, female billionaires, whatever the case may be. But it's kind of like the people that I know who like will support the cosmetics brand, right? There's definitely people that I know, like friends of mine, women of color, who are fans of the Kardashians and they'll buy their products. In my mind, and I've seen these products in real life. The fucking Kylie um, eyeshadow palette, I'm not seeing no color palette or color scheme that's any different than, like, just the average, like, eyeshadow palette. I never spend my money on their shit. I'm sorry. So, to me, it's, like, out of all people, when you have, like, black... Be intentional with with where you put your coins at. You know, I think Skims though. I probably buy Skims. I'm not gonna lie, that shit looks cute. But even when no, no, no. some of their sets are cute and comfy for sure. No, some of their sets are cute and comfy. But when they came out, when I think when Skims first came out, it was like the Faha they like came out with at first, like Mm -hmm. basically Mm -hmm. to like freaking hide your. Since you mentioned Skims, I don't even know how to say that. The um, it's called the girdle in English. Girdle. But there was a an influencer that came out and revealed that the skims company reached out to her to promote skims for free and that they would give her just a 50 percent off discount code that's it so it's right so it's like okay yeah you're kim and you're very powerful like you're saying we cannot Mm -hmm. take that away from her we can't take that away from them right they're Mm -hmm. an empire and what they've done with their brand is genius but for someone like you to say get off your ass seems like nobody wants to work i think it's insensitive because what you're doing is putting a blanket statement over possibly women that are underprivileged that can't afford it that are poor that have kids that are single moms you know there's just so many different barriers and obstacles as to why people are not in your position like Mm -hmm. not everybody could be kim kardashian no matter how hard you try and for women in business first of all like women in business right now is a trend but that wasn't always an easy thing like Mm -hmm. it's now that we get to see women be ceos and their own brand and you know what i'm saying like that's why banal's here today exactly (laughs) and so like we celebrate women now but women had to fight and Mm -hmm. 
women literally put blood on the line like death like protesting and trying to even get rights to vote and the right to get their own credit card and again it's women from backgrounds that are less privileged Mm -hmm. but also i think if kim would have said her statements while trying to um like disclaim like oh you know granted i come from x y she would still probably face the same type of heat because you know it's always like certain things that are pulled from interviews Mm -hmm. so i don't even really i'm not even super like i don't even think i put a lot of blame toward the kardashians for what they said i mean they'd be saying the fucking most but variety like they chose that as their cover story you know what i mean like give the heat to variety because they're the ones who think that this group of women this Mm -hmm. family is influential enough to whatever they believe influential is, whether it's at the surface level or, you know, at a deeper level, that their word is valuable. So I don't like And they mm. put out that clip intentionally, I think, yeah, to I don't trigger know the whole people context and, of it either. To be honest, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. Interview. And nobody <laughs> has. Nobody has just, and that's I, the thing. I think it was her tone, like the way that she like actually delivered that. But that's because how she talks. That's why optics is I don't not always. I don't think she always talks like that. Like because I uh, I'm definitely in my, I don't support Kim and all the things she does, but I'm super a huge Kim fan at the same time because I grew up with her and she was like the only other brown girl I would see growing up. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, like, I was like, they have a big family. I have six siblings. So, Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I always just laugh at her. Like, I don't really take her like that seriously, but also at the same time, I think the thing that kind of irked me the most was also like, this is terrible timing for a few reasons yes. just because like of what women of color have gone through in business and with COVID the past few years mm-hmm. and the fact like a lot of women are now finally getting some praise and I think it's because if you look at like the, the numbers women of color despite the lack of funding despite the barriers they have they show up and actually get the most business and they gr- they've grown the most out of every other like segment mm-hmm. so it's like despite all the lack of that what they had they are still actually at the top so they are working so it's like that's why that i think that it hits harder for people it was misplaced and it was coming from a misinformed place yeah so like. it's like in that context and knowing that that's where women are right now like the number one issue that women face in business is funding like they will go and own their own debt like every woman i know locally has gone in personal debt to create what they what they have so mm-hmm. that's not and that's not typical. You're not supposed to do that. And not a lot of women know that. Like, you're supposed to crowdfund. You're supposed to get income talk about before. It, talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah, so yes. it's like these type of things. And it's, it's the like, lack of, like, sources yeah. or, like, information that's given to women mm-hmm. or, like, just women in inner, you know, in urban or inner yeah. city so communities. Unequal playing fields. Exactly. Honestly, I think yes to everything you just said first of all and also the i think one of the main reasons why i don't really fuck with the kardashians on a personal level like that obviously aside from like oh wow their fit was fire like i said (laughs) they have like whatever they're they're fly people yeah bro if you if any episode i have seen and again i haven't really watched the kardashian show like that (laughs) i've watched all seasons they're always mad i've watched them all wow i think i stopped at like season eight but no no, they always disrespect their mom and honestly all all that she's done like come on like carry that family she's annoying but like you have to be annoying to have an empire like Like, she's crazy all of the daughters are so disrespectful to her and i think just in general kardashians aside if you have a present mom and like you said this lady has done the most for them if you have a present Mm -hmm. mom it really speaks volumes 
someone's treatment toward their parents or toward their guardian or whatever authority figure in their life speaks a lot of values toward their character also how people treat waiters and waitresses and Mm -hmm. it's little things like that that i think really say more than what the humility yeah like i think we can laugh at it like there's moments where you know even like chris jenner herself laughs at the daughter's disrespect but especially with my own like being latina and everything that like no like i can't even like if my mom's calling me in the house like ashley ashley i can't say what well, I can't. Fu- I can't say that. I can't even say that. So to me, it's like you say Monday. No, I'll just be like yes. Okay. <laughs> My mom also thinks everything's like an ugly word. Like you know what I mean. Like there's a level of respect there. So I just think that again, like there's reasons why I think that just even them disrespecting their mom on a reality show says a lot about them. What's funny is, right, and this is a segue, is that um even when we do see someone, uh like interact with their parent in a lovely mm-hmm. way it may not always represent who they are as people and i'm talking Fair. about kanye west mm-hmm. because recently in the genius documentary we all saw the beautiful display of his interaction with his mother which we all know rest in peace donda west right she played a major role in his life and we have watched kanye go up and down in behavior and moods and all this other stuff. And we've talked about it before about how being being bipolar is not an excuse to be an asshole. It's not an excuse to harass your wife and to harass her boyfriend and to make things up and just go like, this is the most we've seen Kanye West in social media ever. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even think he had Instagram before. I think he made Instagram to intentionally antagonize people. Not literally for that, but it's been something that he's been doing. And I just, I try not to talk about Kanye, but because I'm so exhausted, I have a headache just thinking about it. But it's just, I don't know if the mess is what intrigues me. Mm. But it's, it's just entertaining. It's unfortunately, like it's not anything. Yeah. Bad, it's and entertaining. So what you're saying, like, you know, we talked about like not playing God with um, what's her name that got her show take Wendy Williams and not, you know, not claiming people's karma. But I don't know. It's just a lot of weird things with like what's going on with Kim and Kanye and like how she has to deal with this bullshit. And I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. Kanye makes me stressed out. But Bye. what I'm trying to say is that recently. I don't know if y'all have seen this. <laughs> Say it's a screenshot of Pete Davidson. Yes. I was so, just telling my mom about that. Kanye West, we all know, has been harass- harassing uh, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. People think it's funny. I don't think it's funny. And why? Do you say quote-unquote harassing? Yeah. Before you continue, Christina, I was going to say, based on what you were saying, mm-hmm. um, there is it's no secret that kanye has been disrespectful to whether it's current girlfriends ex-girlfriends he said and i quote he needed to take 30 showers before getting with kim because he used to be with amber rose that so that's another example of disrespect but i feel as though it really speaks volume and again not to make everything like tying it back to race but you have a black man over here being very vocal about how he feels right whether he's being a dickhead or not he's saying how he feels Mm -hmm. which we try to encourage and promote um and then you have this white family who's really coming for him about it which again is he a dickhead is he disrespectful is he doing whatever sure but I feel like the fan, the Kardashian Jenner family really tries to bring this whole he's unmedicated he's fucking Mm -hmm. tired they've never said that about him though 
They've defended him. Kim has done nothing but defend Kanye the whole time. But remember the no, remember the whole thing about him going to the house in um the fucking Midwest or whatever and something like that. It was like I can't again, I'm not a, a Kardashian stan. I cannot quote these women on what they've said. I just know that it really speaks volumes. That if you really take everything we know specifically about it, you have a black man expressing his feelings and you have this family coming at him about it and they're white women. Could this be a case of gaslighting? I don't know. My whole point and what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. and I was saying to my parents earlier, is that, yes, Connie's a dickhead. Yes, he's being disrespectful and whatever the matter may be. But are the Kardashians 100% innocent in this? I think his statement, in ex- and he went on a whole tangent. Unfortunately, I think the thing with Connie is that sometimes he just needs to keep it concise because he loses people, unfortunately. But he really brought up the, the fact that you know, um, custo- like custody cases are usually allegedly supposed to be a 50-50 thing, but it's usually more granted towards the mom. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not not a mother, not in that situation. No people who have been in that situation. And I think that that is a valid point. While there are women who have gone through things and they do deserve more custody of their child or do more for their children, that is definitely a statement in itself because when you hear of these battles, it's usually like, oh, like, you know, like he's a deadbeat dad. Like, you know, he, you know what I mean? So I think that he really brings some valid points to it. Um, and I think that the Kardashians, like why I feel like, again, he's being a dickhead. He's showing his ass a lot, but are they a hundred percent innocent? I feel like there's a lot of like, oh, like poor Kim. Again, I'm not, yeah. I'm not defending him in any way. I'm just saying, why is he just the villain in this whole entire thing? Because he's being a hundred in front of everybody. I, I don't. Hold on, let me interject before you go. I don't think he's a villain, or at least I don't vilify him. <clears throat> uh, but being someone that has gone through this and worse, mm-hmm. because what I went through was actually physical, physical abuse. And what from my experience and from many women's experience that I know is that the guy goes to social media and she's doing this, she's doing that. She don't let me see my kid and she and it's really not like that. But he's rushing to social media, beating the girl to the story so that everyone believes his narrative because his whole thing is I'm trying to control my narrative. And fine, you have every right to say what you want. And when it comes to kids, I understand things get messy. But at the same time, be smart, play chess like she has been doing. Be quiet about everything. Why is it that you have to go run to social media and do this and do that? Has she been a black woman? Would we be saying the same? Probably not. But Christina, to play devil's advocate, this is a woman. The devil don't need no more advocates. This is a woman who comes from a family where everything is in the public light. They have a reality yeah. show. They exactly. tried to end the reality show. And, and, and this, they've been so I quiet. I think they're going to leverage it for their yeah, show. Yeah, but now they're quiet. They're leveraging it for this, the Kardashians. Yeah, that that could be exactly. And then that's going to get the views. That's going to get the reactions. That's going to be responded to completely differently than how Connie is putting this out to the light. I think this would be a different. I think I would definitely co-sign even more what you're i do co-sign obviously the foundation of what you're saying Mm -hmm. but in this case this is someone who has their entire life their fame is has just evolved in the public eye whether it was her father's case in the oj simpson her father defending oj in the case whether it was her sex tape whether it's chloe kardashian being cheated on for the millionth time whether it's how many fucking kids they have now you know like everything everything is in the public light so why is everything personal things they have a whole show where they Mm -hmm. get personal on camera Mm -hmm. then they try to say all right after x amount of years we're gonna stop doing the show because we don't want 
and now they're doing a show again. So we're really going to come at him for putting something so personal out there when all no. their other personal shit's no. out there. I just feel like hold, hold involving kids is so hold, messy. Hold that thought. Like, because Using your kids as a weapon is wild to me. So... Word, word, Bam Jordan. I we can't hear you. You don't have a mic. I think this is... You're seeing... You see, a lot, a lot of people are defending Kim, but in this case, we got we to gotta call a spade a spade. What we're seeing here is not normal. Mm-hmm. Whether whether you take Kardashian's side or Kanye's side, it don't matter. What he's doing is out of pocket. Because if it was somebody in the streets, this wouldn't be a back and forth. He'd be called. Everybody would be saying he's a corn. No, no, nobody's talking about how he severed on um, Pete Davidson's head yeah, in wild. a video. Come on, no, 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 no. You, you see, you see, you see when um, home, um, the comedian, comedian did it did to Trump. Up, did it to Trump? Mm-hmm. We had that energy, so we have to have the same energy for our own. You know what I mean? Because it was art, not in this climate. Yo. Art, I don't know, especially not in this no, climate. We're not playing People that. We're not playing stuff. that because and he talks if, about gang affiliates right, too. Right, let's, like, let's let's put it this much. way: if that was you in that situation, how would you had handle it? You know what I mean? I feel like, I take that as a threat. If 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 your ex boyfriend sent you a video, a fake video, and called it art of your new boyfriend's um head being severed. How how you gonna react to that? Is my ex Kanye West? Though? I feel like it's no, a little graphic. I, I, I gotta call a spade a spade. You know, you know cornball what, Suzo? is cornball whether he I has money or not. I think he's just being so verbal and visual about his feelings nah. because I'm not a guy. I'm not a guy, right? Mm-hmm. But I know through friends of mine, male friends of mine, mm-hmm. dudes be so sick. When the love of their life moves on, like of yo, course. I see you with anybody else. So say that. Friends. Don't use your kids as but, an excuse to harass them. No, no, but the thing but is, what was the kids thing? How did he involve the kids? He's always saying that she he don't let him she don't let him see the kids no. and he can't pick them up no, and that, that's a lie. On that aspect of the parenting, we, sir, you don't have a mic. Come on. On the side of the parenting, I'm with him. There's certain things that you want your kid not to do. You know, of course, the, the TikTok, TikTok thing is understandable. Yeah, I understand that a hundred percent. Right. You know, but you can't be doing that if you're not presenting yourself in the right. You light. know because what? I was gonna at the s- end of the day mm-hmm. when you take it to court. Yep. How is fuck everything else? Fuck everything else. Kardashians strip the fame. Strip their people at the end of the day. Kanye is going to look bad. In, in court In yeah, court At sure. the end of the day And he's doing that to himself By doing all these extra things mm-hmm. We gotta We gotta call it what it But then what if He's already looking bad in court And he's not really No And he has a whack attorney like, in, Hypothetically we don't know He has a whack attorney Attorney team Or he's not You know His case is just being Kind of thrown out the window Type shit Now we know Chris Jenner Works hard Oh. The bitch works hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's doing <laughs> it. I don't know if she's Not doing it bitch. in this case. You, I feel like it was Kanye's attorney who really like stirred the pot, though, because I remember I was this is lawyer I follow on TikTok, but she was breaking it down, and basically it was like Kanye's attorney who created this wild. I don't know what the details was, mm-hmm. but it was from his lawyer side who created this ridiculous ass ask when it came to like their divorce, and she's just like, okay, we're not gonna accept this just because it's super unprecedented. So like. I don't know who's on and I think that's what another thing to think about with Kanye like I don't know who is at his table who is like controlling mm-hmm. his narrative like who's in his ear because nope. you also know this guy just also doesn't want to be controlling he doesn't care about how people perceive him like you know what I mean that's he's very upfront about like 
I'm going to be, I'm going to display. He's he's not a masker. Like, you know, he's right. not going to mask. He keeps it a hundred. You know, so I, I, I do, I'm always curious about like, okay, how, how are, the, how are people managing that? How are people right, going to leverage exactly. that? This is a big picture That's thing. why I'm, that's, I'm definitely coming off I'm as very, a, I'm defending I, I'm, him. I'm not on either side right yeah. now. I'm just very waiting until I get, there's a lot of gaps in I, the story. And that's why I think that, that who knows if I'm, if, if like, the Kardashians as are as innocent as everyone's thinking based off of Kanye's actions that I'm curious as well. That's why I think, like we said, where mm-hmm. he's taking it to social media, but uh, yeah, we don't know what's happening in that courtroom. We don't know the logistics and we're never going to really know. But I think if it wasn't Kanye, but we had someone who was trying to use their platform and trying mm-hmm. to use their network to get word out, which we've seen in positive cases, mm-hmm. maybe he's, maybe there's some like, truth in that but what to what you're saying is like when guys are breaking up with their girlfriends especially they were together for a long time this was not a overnight and kim knew who the fuck she was getting with bro like i'm not trying to shame her not only that but but his actions this is pretty like it's kind of on brand for him my thing is like don't use the kids as an excuse to harass your wife say you miss her say you want her back you did all those things and that's fine but i feel like in my heart because niggas do this every day mm-hmm. is that because he's not with her anymore he can no longer control her and she has the kids she has you know as far as we see it she has full custody right she lives with the kids she takes care of them we don't know what kind of arrangement they have it's really nothing is none of our business we're all just speculating mm-hmm. but my thing is you're mad that she has one new boyfriend, but you've been fucking other bitches this whole time. So what's really the problem he was, here, wait, sir? But so he was fucking bitches the whole time, but also did he start being with that? What's her name? Julia, right? He, did he start being mm-hmm. public with Julia and the look? The no, Julia there was a girl before P. that. After P, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Was no, no, after no, P, no. but who was the girl before? before? No, there before was a girl P, before that. Um, So after, when it's a no-namer. Kim got with P and it came, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. came out. They're together. Mm-hmm. He came out with a no. He had a girlfriend Kardashian. before the Pete situation. Did he? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Look it up on Twitter. The well, timeline is there. Well, okay. Someone who looked like him was. Well, that's recent. Him. That's recent. No, yeah. no, that was before Julia. No, he no, no. He's spotted. with a Kim Kardashian lookalike right now. He was spotted with a Kim lookalike. Yeah. And then. The whole Julia thing started. That's when they was on the hotel thing. Right, right, right. With two girls. With two girls. But was he, is it like known in the public eye that he was being unfaithful or like had a... Oh, no, I'm not saying he was being unfaithful. No, no, no. So all of the other girls came after Pete is what I'm hearing. No, I'm saying after the divorce... Like After when the separation. they yes, when they separated, Kanye was already fucking around. So my thing is, if you're fucking around, why can't you let your wife do her? It's over now. No, this no. is a, this is a problem of it. this is not the raising of the hand. You said what? <laughs> you are more quiet now. Not fucking Instagram. One thing I want to say is. Okay. He got to take this L. He just got to take this L. What? What you say? This is not how you get your family I back. Siding, yeah, I was siding true. with Kanye. Hear me out. I, I was I was siding with Kanye. This is until, the we have to move on. This is the last until comment. Until Dio Hughley put out that video saying that. Oh, that's another. You thing. know what I mean? If this was someone treating your daughter like this and harassing your daughter like this, you wouldn't have it. And then Kanye turned around and threatened, threatened him. him. So therefore. At that point, now 
you know what I mean? This ain't Kardashian matter anymore. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Now you're, I'm not gonna like go to it. I know now you said you're, he's involved. So many. Now people. you're involving other people. I know you said that was the last comment. I'm just gonna say I think it's a whole like yes, and I'm usually the one saying like yo like would would you be doing like what do you want your daughter to be getting done dirty the way you're doing these girls dirty? And I'm just talking like in a general like to like mm-hmm. people I know personally. Mm-hmm. That's always gonna be a comment. Like, oh, of course, I wouldn't want my daughter treated that way. But yet, you're still doing your girl dirty. You're still disrespecting her, whatever aspect. So I feel like that argument, there's validity to that. I'm the one saying that. But at the end of like the day, like Hughley, yeah, no, yeah, like yeah, that comment of like, would you want your daughter treated that way? Of course, he doesn't want his daughter treated that way. He's still gonna do it, just like but a niggas lot are of hypocrites. These other exactly, mm-hmm. just like a lot of these other male dudes. But but life. for you to turn around and threaten him. And put out his address is different. Yeah, that's you know wild. if I did that to and a he regular did that to person, Drake too. if I do that to someone, I go to jail. Yeah, because I'm I'm putting that. That's go ahead, Christina. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, listen. Prayers to Kanye. I really do wish to see a day, and this is my personal. I have obviously no personal ties to this man, but being someone that is truly, genuinely an art, a fan of the art a fan of the artist who he was everything that he's done you know we we cannot take away what he's done but you it's also hard to appreciate someone that's tarnishing their own legacy yeah. and i would I mean, hate you're for him Pete right now huh you're quoting oh yeah Pete he did right say now. that in the text i mean everybody is thinking that legacy. because this, even before he separated mm-hmm. with kim he was doing some the, strange the things Trump stuff and so yeah the whole trump we canceled him and then we forgave him and now like you know i would just really like to see kanye in a place of peace i don't even care how it looks like who he's with but i just i want it to stop now the legacy continues the legacy con- look of at course the, look he's at, still here yeah, with but us. you're saying like tarnishing his legacy i just think that at the end of the day We've been new. Kanye is the way Kanye is. This whole nah, thing this he's putting is out there. Extreme. This is extreme, but that's because, like you said, social media it has evolved since the beginning. Like he, the mm-hmm. social media wasn't social media the way it is when he was dating Amber yeah. and in his other stuff. Like Kanye been Kanye, but at the end of the day, people are still gonna bump his records. The Genius documentary gave us a little more humanity to him, you know. So everyone's human. Hold everyone's everybody flawed. accountable. Hold everyone accountable. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And hold yourself accountable. accountable too. Yeah. But the yeah. talent still stands there. I think that of it course. speaks a lot Facts. to cancel culture. Like they could do whatever, they, you know, they could fuck up, do whatever. In this case, it's something, you know, on a personal level, but still the music. Oh, the we can never cancel there. him. R. Kelly isn't even canceled after everything he's done. No. How can we yeah. cancel Hold on, Christina. Oh, no, I'm yeah, not I mean, saying we got to move on. Trudeau, it's, you're not lying. Like yeah. Tyrese just shouted R. Kelly like a day ago. Like I, I heard. I heard a R. Kelly song in the club. Listen, yeah, I, you know I, mean? I hear so, it out in public. He's still getting supported, so you know, I like we cancel them completely. I mean, at the end nah, of the day, like I, I said, we're all speculators. We don't know. We don't know the facts. We don't know anything about these people for real. Mm-hmm. Blessings, prayers to everybody. God bless and. We're going to take a break and we're ending it with God. We're done. We had some, we didn't even get to talk about Nikki, but we could talk about that next week. Uh, The Brittany, what's her name? The basketball player. Yeah. In uh, Russia. Yes. Brittany Griner. Thank you. The WNBA player and the Jussie Smollett case was finally closed. Oh my God. To be continued next week. We'll save that for next week. saying that and you know I'm just itching to talk about it. (laughs) That's important (laughs) to talk about. But we do have a guest with us here. Let's go. So um, we're going to take a little break and come back and talk to her 
about she community club because she's yawning so we gotta people can see me <laughs> i think it's appropriate to play this song because crazy things are happening everywhere lord have mercy does anybody need to use the bathroom before all you do is lie Crazy things are happening, crazy things are happening If you need somebody's grace, you fit up somebody's grace Crazy things are happening, crazy things are happening If you need All right, we somebody's ready? grace, you fit up somebody's grace Try, try, try Alright, now, like I mentioned before, we have here the founder and executive director what a i love it it sounds amazing of the nonprofit organization she community club welcome welcome to the sparkle podcast thank you for coming i was thinking of women we needed to have and i was like you know what We've done a lot of people, but I feel like there's so much more that we could do. There's so many women doing things that like <clears throat> even yes, in that even you're in this even if you're in the starting like in the beginning stages, I know that there has to be a story because behind every foundation there's a story, right? So that's our favorite thing here is story time. And we wanna hear it. We wanna hear it all. So tell us, tell us about the She Community Club. What is it and what's going on with it? Oh, so sorry. No, you're good. Can you hear me? Yes, Yes, we can. All right. So, I mean, the background of it was, I mean, it's kind of just my short life's work. I mean, I'm only 22, but from the wisdom I have gained in my life thus far, I feel like there's a lot of reasons and a lot of different things that led me towards She But overall, I think there was such a huge inspiration I saw in like Providence and in the city. Um, You know, I, I, I don't remember what year I moved to Rhode Island, but originally I was in like Portsmouth, like Newport area, went to high school there, didn't Oof, really connect so with sorry. anyone out there. And then, yeah, went to Jebu. Um, still, I mean, like that was like a bit closer, but I feel like I didn't really start feeling like. I found like a community here until like after college once I like got my own spot and Mm -hmm. like I don't really know who I think really like I just started meeting people who were like doing their own thing like Lexus like Cooge like Daily No and like I started getting introduced to this different culture that I feel like just you know, people coming from Rhode Island, like, you don't really aren't aware of it unless you know the right people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I feel like with Rhode Island, like, people was like, oh, what's there to do in Rhode Island? And, was, uh, and I'm like, you don't really understand it until you're really invited into the right rooms. And that's something that Perfectly I feel sad. like, yeah, I think that's something that, like, people are always like, oh, what is it about Rhode Island? I'm like, you don't really see, you really have to be invited into the rooms to really see the real Rhode Island. Because mm-hmm. there's a few different, like, versions, and I've seen a lot of different versions. Definitely. So I think seeing that and seeing, like, the conversations that were happening happening and a lot of like people were just like ahead of the game and I was was looking at like what the state would recognize and I'm like yo these people are like so much labor compared to like 
the people I'm seeing in my everyday and especially like I think the women I think people like um, Lexis and Salida um, mm-hmm. blessings and a lot of these other women of color who were just showing up and not only like making good products but like learning marketing and doing like proper things all around and I'm like wow for people who are just learning this offline with nothing like it's just mm-hmm. amazing as someone who like went to school for business and it's like and I kind of had that talent. Like I saw that in myself. So seeing other women who were also very smart at picking things up and being able to cultivate this talent, I was like, oh, other women have this. I want to amplify that because for a long time, I did not see that in myself, but it took a long time to kind of be like, hey, like we're very capable. Um, so I think that was really like the core of what it was. It was just like, yo, we need to really amplify this and we're doing it on our own, but we don't need to. Like we're all very smart women like why aren't we talking to each other Mm. um and that was a huge gap that i keep seeing like consistently across all these businesses like we're all solving the same problems but like why do we have to go to the same problems over and over and over again like what would happen if we just like got ahead of it and now we have this like new generation of women who could actually guide this like you know gen z is like new Mm -hmm. up and coming like um people of color like just like kind of just giving i think we're seeing that like we're seeing ogs develop so it's kind of cool i love that that's so true and in what i really love about y'all i i say y'all because i'm like the older lady that's coming in into like trying to make her dreams come to fruition because I'm, i'm a late bloomer in that because when we were younger i mean i don't know if social media has a part in this but i didn't really recognize or see too much togetherness or unity or entrepreneurship like the fact that you just created your own brand and boom like people are like oh this is lit this is popping this is where it's at manal just started this thing and Mm -hmm. this is what we're supporting and it's a nonprofit organization which is so smart because i think and I want you to speak to that process. Mm-hmm. So many people will start something and like, for example, spark up and not trademark it LLC or anything. So the fact that you already kind of have like a path for mm-hmm. this with, you know, like you're starting, like you're giving us a full package. It's not like an idea that's developing. Sure. It's a idea that's already developed. Properly and executed. It's, it's yes. Manufactured. Yes, yes. 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 Thank you. So talk to us about the nonprofit process yeah. and what that because I can imagine that it's long. No, I mean I'm still going through it. Like I'm still in the thick of it, which is like where I didn't I, I did not know what I was getting into for sure. Um like because part of the process was really fast, but then when you when you start dealing with the IRS like it gets messy trigger um yeah and also with covid like nonprofits started getting very popular especially like they'll prioritize mm. like community need stuff like you know medicine and things like mm. that so like um you know this is they're very backed up everyone's backed up so that the process has been longer but the reason i chose to do the nonprofit because i was I, I remember sitting in the car about to go and like i was about to llc it but at last minute i was like no i was like i feel like something in me I was like I have to make this a nonprofit. I feel like in my gut I just decided that would have like better opportunities for me I think the mission like made sense I was like it, I was like we are a value-driven company and that's what a nonprofit mm. really is right and um yeah and I think the structure I think the strategy has always been like in my bones I don't know why like 
uh, I took this like exam that they make us take in college um, and they tell you like what your top like strengths are. Is it like relationship building or mm-hmm. is it this and that? And strategy has always been my top. Um, and I think that's what I saw. I think because I, I I think I saw the women in the city in the in the state as well. And I was like, they just really need something like a, a, a platform to really bring it all together. Like they really mm-hmm. need just something to really advocate like for them it. and kind of stamp it and mm-hmm. i think that's just that's just kind of just my skill like i always look at things i'm like this is i i, I just always naturally like have that i think that's why i'm in marketing um and advertising so like that just naturally really came to me like i always like um tell people like the website and all that strategy like it really took me like four or five days to flush out everything that you see today like i've yeah, honestly haven't not reviewed yeah I haven't, I haven't like really reviewed a lot of it just because like I start, I got another job and like you're, I'm still working in nine to five and yeah. trying to do this. And I still do like, um, well, okay. you're a pro bono worker. I know Kim, right. She's like, get your ass up and work, but, um, <laughs> you're working. yeah, but I think I'm being very gentle on myself because the process is a lot like, mm. and I'm learning as I go, but I know that like I'm being diligent. I'm taking the right steps. Like I came into this, like, doing the right thing like I started doing started doing the right things right off the bat and I and I I think I put that pressure on myself is because I wanted to be like I wanted to perfect the system myself so that I knew how to teach other people as well you know Mm -hmm. so from that because I also have my own LLC on the side but I also have my nonprofit. okay so it's like I'm navigating but like it's learning how to navigate okay like now I understand as a LLC owner like okay this is how you deal with the taxes every year you get you get your annual review like and I also have helped my dad to doing this growing up. So I think that's also like an mm. immigrant thing. Like you tend to help your parents with the paperwork. Uh-huh. Like, so I was definitely that kid. Like, I think tend is a nice word. I, I know my parents like, like all their information. <laughs> I was, all, I was pretending to be them on every phone call. Uh-huh. So I Same. think that I'm kind of passing that skill down to a lot of the other, like people who didn't have that. I would just, I know how to navigate government websites just because like <laughs> I had that exposure. Just so it's familiar. I guess it's a skill a lot of people didn't know. And I'm just like, wow, I know all these random things. And I know women who like have better products than I do. Let me just give them the tools. So I think that's really where it started. And like wisdom is a, and knowledge, knowledge is power. Like that's one Her. of my biggest core values. Like I have it tattooed on me, wisdom, because period yeah period but i feel like to me that's like why i live like i live to learn things i live to gain that knowledge that's something that was this value instilled in me very early on and i think there's it's seeing what like my my father instilled in me in one generation i'm just like wow like what we're gonna instill like as a community like i hope what's within she community Mm. what we're gonna instill as a collective to the next generation that's just gonna be exponentially powerful because i could i've seen what it does like within our own families like we've all kind of seen it in our own ways and that's the thing i love about and i could, I could talk about this for hours but that's like, why you're here but yeah, i think go. that's why I, I also focus on women of color in particular because i think there needs to be so much more intersectionality within people of color and i think moving to rhode island when i was in portsmouth like I was, it was the first time I was like really fully othered because growing up in California, there was a lot of other people of color and like, you know, blacks are familiar with Pakistanis because like we grew up next to each other. So it I'm was sorry, a little less Pakistani, Pakistan. Oh, okay. Okay. You said it wasn't, you <laughs> it said was it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> so Pakistan. Okay. So like they're more like exposed to certain mm-hmm. things. So mm-hmm. moving to Portsmouth, like people thought I was black. Like there's moments where they're like, oh, are really? you like Latina? So I was like, 
okay, so that is where I felt that. But then coming to Providence and seeing like more diverse families in like Dominicans and Laotians and Cambodians and like there's a lot of similarities between these families or even like, you know, African families, you know, I started seeing Mm -hmm. a lot of the similarities and, you know, being from an Asian family, like I, I feel like everyone always had to other each other. So I think being exposed to that and you know that being my first connection to other people of color like because I was so othered for a while I was like mm-hmm. wow like this helped me grow so much as a person and it made me like s- empathize more with people because I've always been capable of empathy you know and, but it's like I grew up in a society where not everyone was fully humanized I didn't see everyone as like you know I didn't see the capacity of everyone's humanness and I think a lot of us didn't really mm-hmm. like grow up seeing the nuances of like mm-hmm. in the full breadth of like the world and that's like normal i mean like i always think about like social media and we're such a connective globe now like we're seeing things the that humans have never seen before you know what yeah. i mean so it's very hard to like you have to outgrow that and that's why it's like i really wanted to focus on women of color in particular and just kind of bridging those gaps because it's like there is colorism within like all of our cultures mm-hmm. and there's a lot of different yeah. things that we need to address as people of color first in order to like really show up correctly for like the future so that was something i also had to recognize and there's also a lot of trauma that can come in with inviting white women into these spaces so that's something i had to consider i'm like okay like because i do support even like men of color like and that's something i do with she it's like you know even though we're four women of color us as an organization organization will still support all other people of color businesses and marginalized communities just because like I don't believe in just every one person I think that as especially women we're really good at creating problems and solutions not creating problems creating solutions to problems that really benefit the whole like we see everybody so like even though it's women of color I know the solutions we'll create in that system is going to be like way beyond Mm that so that's kind of like the intention I said women are that's good though because women are always worried about everybody it's like okay who's gonna worry about us yeah and so we have to create those spaces but i'm interested in where that comes from like your um all i could think of is throw your hands up at me it's just coming to my head i'm so sorry destiny's child um but where does that come from like how does what is what plant that's what planted that seed of you having this unity and like i thought of the the unity song by queen latifah when she was talking mm-hmm. Those are all good songs. This is a little play in the back of your head. (laughs) Um, I don't really know. I think there's a few things, but I do think that like the one thing my parents really instilled in me was just being a good person. Like I think they look at who I am and they don't really understand me. They don't under. They're not like they would never imagine like raising an activist daughter or someone who would like speak because none of my siblings really speak up the way. Are you the old? I'm the youngest. Of course, I'm the youngest. Like I feel like the youngest feels like the most. Like, Bold. yeah, for sure. I had all my five siblings, like, protect me. And, like, I right, had that. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? I could get away with all the things. So I have that, like, cockiness. Don't give <laughs> secrets away. It's not true. We don't get we don't get away with anything. It's <laughs> but what's, what's the next step for uh, She, uh, she Community Club as far as, you know, the rolling out? I know you mm-hmm. said things are still pending, but, like, what's in store for 2022? Yeah, I think right now something I decided to do because... You're right. Like when we, even when I made the Instagram, I didn't think that we'd get that many followers off the bat. Girl, your Instagram page is popping. <laughs> right, right. I appreciate it. I even mean, the logo. I'm like, this is I cute. Know. Thank you. 
I love colors. I like things that make people feel good, you know? And I think that's also something. I think, that, I think there's a lot of things that instilled that in me. And I think that's the reason why I came to this space because I love curating spaces. I love making people feel good. I love um, just understanding people. Um, so, like, it kind of checked off all those boxes. But I think, yeah, like, I came out very correct. And a lot of people, I think a lot of people are just like, what is it still? Or, like, how do mm. I what do I really do? And I think there's a lot of things I'm working on. Cause like we have an app that's developing. We have like, wow. I have services like we, you know, for artists and then also businesses, like whether it's like workshops to get you an LLC or do you need a website? Like I'm trying to cultivate all these things. And like right now, like there's not that many people who have the skills. It's really like three people like do working on all this stuff. So it's like, who are some we don't want to burn on your team. What? Who are some other people on your team? Oh, we have a lot. I mean, there's, been a lot of different women who have come in and out of mm -hmm. like she community but um a lot of the big names we have sakari we have alexis we have mm -hmm. yasmin who you know is a f financial queen we've had um it's like you only hire beautiful women <laughs> yeah Devonchi who does our events there's a, it, i think a lot of the people just naturally there's people who just naturally started coming to me and they're like i have ideas for this mm -hmm. And then I kind of just wanted to give them that space. And that's something I really wanted to cultivate as well, because um, a lot of us don't have the chance to explore in our fields the way we want to. And that's another thing I really wanted to cultivate in women is like, I want us to explore every aspect inside of ourselves, because that's something I really yearn for within myself. Like everything I'm creating is because like parts of me like needed it as well. So I'm mm. kind of building this up. Like, I don't know. Like some people look at me like, oh, like, you know, you have things put together. I'm like, dude, I'm literally doing this with you every day. Um, so it's like really cultivating that community. Um, and that's what I want to get back to. So I'm trying, I'm doing more like very intimate get togethers. Like I want to have sit downs with like all the women uh, entrepreneurs and really sit and be like, hey, what do we really need? And kind of doing like these focus groups mm -hmm. and listening sessions. Like I'm trying to really just listen to the community right now because like I, there's a lot of things I can do, but I'm trying to prioritize like what do they need the most right now? So um, just kind of cultivating these like sessions and, you know, having dinners and I'm, I'm going to cultivate like these little think tanks almost where we like kind of all plan because I realized I created all this and people really resonated, but like I wanted... <laughs> people to build it with me. I was like, I've mm. kind of like, I, I need y'all's voices a part of this because like y'all are the bias. ones who invited, who inspired mm -hmm. the space. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of what I'm cultivating for like at least the next few months. But I'm also going to be releasing for free. I want to create like uh, free access to our network, which is a mobile app. And over there, I want to start cultivating networks of women with different skills and being like, Hey, like, if you're an artist, I could connect you with a, an, another artist so we could all start collaborating and mm. really build a strong network of people with great skills and great networks. Um, and it kind sounds of like a yellow pages of women. Yeah, for sure. So that, it's like <laughs> our own little, I, I kind of think of it like our own little big group chat. You know yeah. what I mean? I wanted to have that energy. Um, so I'm cultivating a bunch of resources that will be exclusive. Y'all, like you can only sign up, for, which is free. You just have to get our app. And if you're a business or an artist, like I'm going to be uh, providing resources on the app for y'all to get started. 
and you know like wellness tips and things like that so that's what i'm planning to release for now until like we have more assets to do like events and bigger like things like that because we need money to do those things so like digital stuff right now is just way more affordable Mm -hmm. so cultivating that community and just listening in is really what i'm doing and i have a lot going on in my personal life right now as well and i was talking to a lot of people like nationally who are doing similar things in other communities and mm. a lot of them started to fizzle out because in 2020 a lot of people started creating like different nonprofits and spaces mm-hmm. and i started seeing people like quit their nonprofits, and I, that was a red flag to me because i'm like yo i thought we were all kind of doing this so i started hitting them up and a lot of them were like yeah i just I worked myself. So a lot of it mm. to me, I was like, even though I really, really want to keep working and I have so many ideas to cultivate, I'm just like, do I have the capacity for this? Because the number mm. one reason why nonprofits fail is because their employees are overworked and underpaid and unsatisfied. Right. So for me, that priority is always keeping that like energy alive. So, and I think that's like a really tricky balance. And that's why like, I have to wait for that crowdfunding force. Like I'm not going to, overbet myself because mm-hmm. like I don't want to put myself in debt like you know it's just right. that's yeah. just what it is that's and real. that's like how people need to think sometimes you know so yeah because it's like I mean for some people it's worth it but really it's 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 straining to what you're saying and mm-hmm. you you cannot run something and put your heart and soul into something when your soul is crushed mm-hmm. so I think that's a very you know it's a good perspective to have well Go ahead. I want I want to because you already kind of given us the answer. Um, <laughs> what are some other obstacles or or things that get in the way of what you do and how you do it? I think keeping momentum. I think we live in a very demanding space right now, mm-hmm. where people just demand like a certain level of consistency. And I think that when you're at a level and especially at a startup phase, you could like really feel that pressure and especially um, digitally. Yeah, definitely digitally. But I think um, the question is other. Like uh, other obstacles that have you, you had to take to, you know, keep a flow, you know, as a woman mm-hmm. trying to come up in this business world. It's not easy. Yeah, I think also like I'm so happy that like people in the community resonate because like I think people could look at us and be like, yo, you're super young and a girl. Like, what are you doing? Like, I feel that in my like regular career space all the time, let alone this nonprofit space. So there is a lot of that um, questioning of like my capabilities, but I definitely had to. Like the core of this to me is really wellness because I really believe that there we have to cultivate a future where if we want to have thriving businesses, we need to put wellness in the forefront. So right. that's like, th- that's why I always try to tell people like our system's a little bit different because that's really what I prioritize mm-hmm. all the time. Like even with when we have our meetings, like we're very organized, like I'm very structured, but it's like, you know, we have our own things and I will always prioritize like the sanity of my mm-hmm. people and myself um, over that. And um, and I think there's a learning to that because, and there's no, there's no one I could really like mimic because like the standard is toxicity. The standard is mm-hmm. the opposite of what I'm cultivating. So I think the barrier is really just like me trying to reimagine everything and to yeah. re- make, make something that makes sense. So Innovation. it's like, it takes time to really cultivate and like, work around that um 
but it's been like a really like great exercise. Like it's just, I think I just really believe in that type of like environment. And I've seen so much more connection happen. Like just within the few events we've had or what we have put out, like just the emotion or the people that like fuck with it. I'm just like, okay, like that's just what at least keeps me going. Cause I know that I'm cultivating something in the positive. So that long-term mindset is what sustains me. But I think the biggest challenge is just not having something like that to really base off of. And that's really what a lot of this activism work is, is like, you're really trying to reconstruct Mm -hmm. a lot of these things. And, you know, I'm looking at the perspective of, you know, especially in business and like, how do you really, and I I don't know why business forget this. Cause the first thing I remember learning in business school, like business 101 is that you need to prioritize your community. Like if you start a business somewhere, if you plant a factory, the first thing you need to be thinking about is like, how am I going to contribute to the community? And I mean, you know, recently me and Ashley were working on like something locally, but like, I think this is something that we need to really prioritize, not only, not only for like big businesses, but like to our neighbors, it's like, are we really living up to the standard that we really could be? And mm-hmm. cause I, I, I said that to myself, like, I always want to wake up not to be like my perfect self. Like I treat myself with grace, but I think that like we are at a like level where we should be intelligent enough to hold each other accountable at that right. level and have these conversations because like. Like I said, within my generation, how much I've seen change and grow, it's like mm-hmm. you really just need to push and start the conversation. Like you need to put in the work. Like you can't just expect that like, oh, things will change years from now. Like you really need to act. The future is today to me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. every day I'm going to act how I want my future to envision. So I'm trying to align to that self as much as possible. So yeah, I, I don't know if that answers your question. First of all, you're phenomenal. <laughs> right. First of all, you're I'm just phenomenal. listening like, do you want to start a podcast? <laughs> this, this is now your podcast. Um, I was going to say, I well, I definitely met Manal last week. I had the pleasure of meeting her. I met her through an article for a story I was breaking, a local story about a recent scandal. And um, we spoke about that here. We did speak about that here check that article out for the answers <laughs> where can we check that out ash ashleyreyes.com slash news you already know <laughs> but um no i i feel like i'm late to the manal show i really do <laughs> because she is fabulous and uh-huh. i say she's fabulous um i say that like with my chest i say that with my chest because i think that i met her i can't really disclose too much the meeting that we were at together but the space that we met at, I really got to see her in her element. And oh. I think that, again, like it wasn't something specifically for she, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, I still saw her in her element. And I think in hearing you speak, you everything you do is with an intention. And in you describing how she evolved and how it even started, um, you already know what some of the issues that, like you said, that nonprofits face. And I think mm-hmm. that what you just spoke on in general, we do live in a world where we are more aware, especially with the overload of access we have to resources yes. and and things of that nature. We are super aware of things, but mm-hmm. the issue, it becomes an issue when there's nothing that happens after that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, especially as someone who, um, just the basis of my own foundations come from activism as well. And as someone who used to be like at protests and we talked about this a little bit last week too. Um, it really just like, there would be all this heat and momentum per se at these, and there's still value behind things of that nature of a protest. But what comes after that? 
um what, like how do we strategize just like you said strategy how do we strategize after how do we move forward and i think that you even without say, like you said it perfectly at the end of everything but i think your story is such an example of that because again you know that just wellness in general is such a key factor or the lack of wellness in mm. Whether it's a nonprofit or whether it's a huge company, that is such a factor as to why things don't work out. Mm -hmm. But yet, because you do everything with such an intention, which is why you're phenomenal. See, it all comes together Um, (laughs) because you do everything with intention and so wisely um, like that, whether it's within the next few months, whether it's in the next few years, like. I really do believe that when someone does things intentionally and for the community, I'm so like, I really, it's like you said, like, that's just really a, a business 101 is really doing things for your community and being a good person, like those values that your family instilled in you. Um, even if the grind is hard and even if you don't see the fruits of your labor per se right away, I'm just truly a firm believer in having faith that it really will come together because your intention, not only are you being intentional, but your intentions are good intentions. It's not, Mm -hmm. it's not fueled by greed. It's not fueled by wanting just your own sort of success in name, even in how you speak about your own organization. Like luckily you're aware of your own, of your own skills. Like that's already huge in itself, especially Mm -hmm. at your age. Not that you're that much Mm -hmm. older than me, but we won't talk about it. (laughs) Even at your age, like that's huge that you even like see your own value in yourself and what you know and in your yes. own privilege, but you want to like give that out for the greater good. So Definitely. that shit's just gonna come mm-hmm. back to you ten times more, even though that's even though it's, you're not doing it to get shit back, but it will come back to you. And and you're using words like you're saying that like many people have never used or even mm-hmm. cared about. You used value. You used. Uh, wellness you used grace like just these talk about wisdom you're mad wise yes. <laughs> and like being gentle with yourself i think that a lot of times especially being a woman when you're creating a brand there's just this pressure to be perfect to be on time to be consistent especially now like you were saying in the social media age it's like content 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 but it's like okay well what does the content mean mm-hmm. Where, what is the purpose of this content what's the intention And so I think that the way you're setting this up is like, I mean, it's no way up, but it's no way but up is what I meant to say. I do have a quick question, though, since you work closely with women, I think. And we we talked we touched about this a little bit at the meeting we were at last week or whenever it was. I lose track of time Um, in terms of even if we branch out of women specifically. But for this context, what we will talk about women of color specifically um, I feel like because of our own struggles or how, as we've established, people of color are on an uneven playing field when it comes to the majority. Um, that can result in some a lot of like excess competition amongst each other, especially mm-hmm. like I said, I went to an all girls school and I saw that firsthand of just competition. Even if you all have the same goal, even if you mm-hmm. all, you know, are doing things with similar intentions, similar, you know, values, like there is still a lot of um competition that can be faced because we're already like far behind that it's just yeah. like all right like i do want to get forward like oh she's lit but how did like you know i and it's like you want to break through you want to be the one too. exactly and i feel like again like you could understand and empathize with that or like humanize that because that comes from a struggle in itself but um could you just speak a little bit on that on just the com- yeah. like the competition amongst women especially women who face similar struggles um i think it's just really funny um like me cultivating she community i remember my partner kuj over here he was like you're just making this to make friends like <laughs> he said that at one and point. what about it but right, yeah right. like what about it but mm-hmm. um i think growing up um 
I just didn't really have a lot of female friends. And I started asking like why that mm. was and like why was my relationship with females so complicated? Mm-hmm. Um and like what in my life, like what was I doing wrong? Like I really there was like some things I had to unlearn. Like I wasn't being a good friend and like I was I don't know. I think when you're like a young girl, like I don't know, there's so much weird shit getting yeah. thrown at you and so much I'm weird. Gonna, like, yeah, no, like there's like, so weird, weird. I've got so many weird, so weird personalities. Like I look I look at like you have to cringe at your old self sometimes, you know? You're just That's like, why I don't Whoa. have birthday plans. I'm like, yo, people really be fucking weird. Like I just there's really no <laughs> so other weird. way to put it. But um, yes. Yeah, so I really started just like questioning like my behaviors and why like and I think I realized like I didn't really get to know women like even as a female like I didn't really like I don't know I didn't really like develop those type of relationships and even I guess it's maybe because my sister's a lot older than me I have a more of like a respect relationship with her than like a like sisterly uh-huh. relationship like sisterhood but you right. would call like I've always been I have like there's a lot of guys in my house so I didn't cultivate like that type of and I didn't really like connect with those type of girls who were like sisterhood like something always felt ingenuine about that as well the traveling pants up yeah i don't know so i just really started questioning that but i think a lot of it and that's why i really come back to that whole woman bringing the intersectionality of people of color together because i think a lot of us come from and our parents come from like the scarcity mindset of like there's not enough like you have to yeah so i think it and that's why we need to humanize these relationships and really see that like there really is abundance anywhere and everywhere and i think that's where a lot of that like Mm. white supremacist like breaking down that type of mental system really comes into play because like they're really i releasing myself of that pressure of competition and scarcity because like who what what who creates money like there's abundant money like who uh, like you know what i mean a like social construct it's like there's abundance everywhere and i think reframing that and like even if like within this pool there there may be so many like lacks of access and grants and like yes there is a lot of barriers within that which is you know we as a nonprofit want to divide those barriers and make sure that it's even mm-hmm. for every woman who's applying for these things but you know there's we don't have to always stick in Rhode Island like that's kind of like mm. even outside in uh, in my uh, in my career like I work with a lot of DNI companies from like a national perspective and it's like there's money everywhere to be found and like a lot of these companies just don't know where to look so that's like a part of my goal like you know I'm working in marketing to kind of understand like the business side of things and like these larger scale companies who have big budgets in DEI now and they're trying to give back to the community and I'm like yo I know a lot of community people so I think it's like I'm kind of I'm kind of still learning that relationship and I really believe that like that type of mindset of like not just having to rely on the state like there's so many other things that and ways in that you can rely on and I think that like when you have a purpose and you have something, I think that's why wellness and a lot in alignment is so core to everything that I building, because once you create anything with that, with that core, that, that's when abundance comes to you. Cause it's like, right. Hey, if you have this actual, the goal is not like this 15,000 is going to make me a good business. It's like, Oh, I have this goal and these things will come to me. You know, it's like just kind of shifting mm-hmm. that. And like, that's not a lot yeah, of language. the money follows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not a lot of language like that. And like, you know, even like with my family, like I always go every weekend and they're, it's like the same mindset with money. It's like, oh, we're so stressed. It's like, da, da, da. And I'm just like, 
like we always have to remind ourselves especially in this like economy mm-hmm. in this climate it's Girl. like yo it's really tough out here and you have to remind yourself it's not always about like money it's like really what is defined that, that lo- that's why strategy long that's why my mind is so strategic like that mm-hmm. is like you have to really ground yourself and like all I could think of is Iron Man doing this. Yeah, I know. I'm, like, I'm watching you like, and your brain is doing this. But it's so true because... Beautiful like, answer, by the way. I mean, Beautiful. there's a um, a podcast with Sabrina and Jay where they talk about like people of color and their relationship with money. And how like our relationship with money is so crazy. It really is. It and really But is. because we're already like at a unfortunate position so Mm -hmm. i can understand why money is so important but Mm -hmm. to have an organization like this and someone that is thinking forward like that is so important and so what do you do aside from the organization like what do you do for fun (laughs) for fun for your wellness yeah like how do you feed the wellnesses how do you keep the vibes (laughs) i mean honestly my space is super important to me like i have a very I wouldn't say an intense ritual, but like I'm very like my apartment is like my thing. I very I have a very cultivated like environment. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I use that to really ground and mellow me out. And like honestly, it's like hard. Like I'm still binge watching TV all the time and I don't really know how to like and I think that's just what I need right now. I don't have the full capacity to like fucking approach my thoughts sometimes. Sometimes you just need to like veg out. You're Especially young. like, you know, I I'm doing intense work all the time. I'm doing very heavy heavy mental work all the time. So it's like sometimes I don't have the capacity to think about myself. And I think that's why I really cultivate like practices. Like I, I do like caring for my space. I like caring for myself. I like, um, you know, when I do get the time to cook, I love cooking for myself. So I think those are things that I like try to cultivate is just trying to, even in my, like, I'm happy I get to work from home because, like, if I'm, like, stressed or sitting down, like, even me, like, I had to, like, stand up and stretch. Like, I, I'll always take every five seconds I can to be, like, how can I ground myself? Like, what do I need? Like, what's, like... I want to hold you in my pocket. <laughs> like, what do I need right now? Let's assess, let's assess. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's, like, I'm, I think that's... Because it's not really what's the word like I feel uh, my therapist said this to me once like you really have to set yourself up for success like I came from this mindset of like I'm gonna like achieve my goals I'm gonna wake up and wake up on time today and every single day I'm gonna be on point this week Mm -hmm. but it's like life doesn't work like that we work in cycles and when you put yourself and set goals up like that you're setting yourself up for failure so how are you going to involve human error and Mm -hmm. life error and that's something that we need to really plan more around we need to plan around those types of things because like when hiccups happen you're not so stressed because you like you understand it. yeah you're like oh okay this like, is life so i think that has changed a lot i don't even know what we were talking what the question was what but, you do for fun yeah uh, i think that <laughs> that grounds me all the time just in the wellness space but um i don't know like I, I do a lot of random things for fun i think like where could we find you on like a saturday evening um i would say i'm either i've spent a lot of time with my family just because like we're pakistani so like the fact that i live alone like i'm a girl living alone they're like why don't you live here like so Mm -hmm. it's like uh, most of the weekends i'm spending time with them um especially since like that's such an family's growing i spend a lot of time with my family and then um what else am i doing on the weekends i'll probably be at a marketplace i'm always at uh, some local thing maybe if i am outside um no when i but, met you at a like at something that was very like 
rooted in like local and like mm-hmm. the way you talk about um your perception of Rhode Island and what you see in Rhode Island. Like I think how we met and everything really brings that full circle. That's true yeah. because I was telling Ashley that I um I mean aside from meeting you at like a, an event like a party, mm-hmm. I saw you. I think when we really first spoke was at um, community cleanup, the community cleanup, and I was mm-hmm. like, I think. This is a good kid right here. I like this girl. She's good. She's really good. She's doing things. And I was so, I'm telling you, she, I, you told me like on Saturday that she was coming and I was so souped. I'm like, I literally just met her a week ago. That's wild. <laughs> but I got a great yeah. first impression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I loved how it kind of worked out and mm-hmm. I, I was happy to hear that Ashley was co-hosting too. Well, and this is what happens yeah. when you create spaces for people yeah. to come mm-hmm. together. And you that's realize always, things. I've noticed that like, creating this thing with this intention like so like i said so many like those opportunities just keep coming to me and like I, i'm always so stressed like who's gonna like help me or who's gonna do this like the people just show up like when you create the op- if you're not just fending for yourself and you're creating something that actually benefits a lot of other people mm-hmm. like people are gonna hop on mm-hmm. like people are gonna want to join that um, and your energy will just attract people with the same thoughts and ideologies so yeah. and you're hip. Work out. like you're yeah. spiritual like you're hip to that and that that's so important i feel like that's a great way to live your um, energy is very bright and inviting yes. thank you your aura spice. your aura is great i think it's a libra in me i don't know i get a libra yeah. interesting bro what's your rising though pisces what's your pisces cancer rising and pisces moon let's fucking go because i'm a sun in pisces she always does this (laughs) i'm not gonna cancer Cancer, shame you because we have another cancer in the room and i feel attacked we're the best Ah. i don't really res i don't know i don't really i don't know know about it too much either i just do it for fun for shits and giggles um i'm fake I feel like Libra. I do resonate with the Libra. Though. Like, you know, some signs you like kind of like mm-hmm. associate yourself For with. Sure. Balance. You're very yeah. balanced, they mm-hmm. say. Um, is it the Manal show? Like, what? it's like what me, 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 me. That's what they say about Libras. I don't get that I guess from I her. think there's definitely. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm here asking for the I wouldn't people. say me, 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 but I do feel like there's moments where I do feel like a bad bitch. Or there's moments where I do feel like. Okay. <laughs> right. Go on her Instagram. Go on her Instagram. I peeped. Me too, me too. Like my I, don't know. I think there are definitely Libra aspects of me, for sure. Okay. I've met a lot of other like fe- female Libras. Over. I don't really know a lot of male No Libras. pressure. I'm really just I'm making things up. No, for sure. I don't I know like, anything I like, about Zodiac. I, like I like to banter about it. <laughs> okay. I mean, like if you look on our board members, I put all our signs there. I yes, like you know, did. I, I always like that. to, I don't just look at people's signs, but I look at the other signs. They, we have the strengths test, which I made him take as well. And then we have the personality. I look at Myers-Briggs. Like I look at all the tests I can. So it's wow. like, Okay, where do we? Okay. Um, how many tests in total? <laughs> I think like maybe fans has to know. Like, so and, what was school chart. just average? Like, did he? No, he we gotta save that for off mic. That's most of it. That's funny. We're pretty compatible. I think we like mesh well together overall. But word, um, word. yeah, I think. Well, was the yeah, I think only three. Th- th- it was three, three tests. tests. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so, the the zodiac, the psychology one, and then like strength based, which is like skills. Mm-hmm. So it's like looking at like. Okay. Yeah, it's like three Word. different perspectives. So to sum it all up, because you gave us a lot, and I'm grateful. I love. I'm when telling everybody to listen to this episode. Right. I'm like, yo, she gotta put love you on. When guests come and just talk, because it shows mm-hmm. how much they love what they do, mm-hmm. 
and just how much they care to share because some people will not share and you got to ask them question after question after. Mm-hmm. it's like girl what do you hello right. <laughs> but i told yeah. christina when i came out i'm like yo if i just start going out like just stop me you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying she's like no we're here to listen to you i'm like okay yeah we have to because it's important but where can the people find you how can right. they get involved Promote yourself, market yourself right mm-hmm. now yeah what's the website do it all yeah, definitely follow at She Community Club. Um, our website's linked there. But personally, if you want to follow me, um, it's just at Manal Jakar, at M-A-N-A-L-J-A-K-H-A-R. And I think, you know, Instagram's probably where I'm most active. So, okay. you know. She's lit. Good. Word, follow She's her. Um, we're out here. So, so before we close out, we're going to get to my favorite part of the podcast, which is Pass Me the Ox. Yeah, I've been listening to us for a while. You know how this works. We select a song that we or something audible that we've been listening to, right. and we share with y'all. I'm a, I'm gonna be a little selfish and take the aux for myself. Yank it. I'm a, <laughs> yank you, it. <laughs> I, I was originally gonna go with Conway the Machine, but you going I, with Benny? I'm not. I am actually going to go with Idris Alba. Oh, Idris Alba. Because low key, he's been killing it. And a lot, really, a lot of people has been skipping over that. Interesting. I'm excited. He's had he's he's had I think five hits already. Mm, Bolsty, bolsty. He's had a few. Yeah, and I think this this song is actually a hit. It's featuring Lil TJ. Okay, um, that's what <laughs> I got the vibe already from. So little DJ feature, got it. It's room from from the Gran Turismo Seven soundtrack. All right. Oh, I might pull up in the Maserati, Maserati, maybe the Bugatti. Is your vibe? See me in a black so Mustang, yeah. no gang. Don't leave for the back door in a black van. Or see me in the main back, laid back with a tick ting getting break back. Or see me in a black Mustang. You might see me with Savvy and a Mazzy as you got a big body. Too flashy, too flashy. Ride more back seats than a black cabbie. Might see me in a black Audi, just lie me. Nah, I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed. That was good. All right, bands, who you passing the ox to? I'm going to pass the aux to Ashley. Oh. Ashley. Okay, yo. like, grab it. If you send me any more invisible ink, how will I ever see things? But go ahead. What's First of all, says, I need you to get an iPhone. Like, I hate to be that person. <laughs> uh, I be having like, to do, I be having to put asterisk invisible ink. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a hater. The fact That's that I'm sending you so much in invisible ink just shows the time that you're on, Christina. Okay, <laughs> so. I have a playlist that I try to like do every month right now i named my playlist for this month marching into spring because oh, my birthday you. Is spring. are you a writer or something that's clever <laughs> right. um but a lot of it's like throwback shit and like stuff that gets me upbeat and i this forget is your throwback that's okay a throwback christina don't even <laughs> i'm not don't gonna do you i'm even. not gonna do you you know what i'm gonna look up when that album came out but 
it probably came out like early 2000s maybe 2004 i want to say mm. i picked do it to it by cherish okay. look at you nodding your hip to cherish okay hey, 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 this was in the hey, acl movie so which is one of my favorite movies hey, 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 that's my movie you said 2004 I was in high school still. So. Yo, the fact that I know the lyrics to this and it came to me like normal is crazy. It's muscle memory. How old am I? But but the thing is, I never like really listened to the song like that. Right, it's a good song. (laughs) Who you passing the ox to? I am like since we're being so, mm, I'm gonna throw the ox in my knob. Put a song. Put a song. That's a whole different vibe, but I love the song, so Mm. let's stick with it. Okay. It's Wings by Mac Miller. Are you flirting with me, Manal? I fucking love yeah. Mac Miller, bro. To know me, to so know yeah. I love Mac Miller. Rest in peace to the icon. I love Mac. Rest in peace. Well... I got a bone to pick like roses, roses. I ain't feeling broken no more. Bought a fist that got spin, I know this. Talking shit, I wonder through the motives. Wonder who the fuck Are you a vinyl user? I ain't worried now till I leave. I'm I had a, a, I had a machine bad beside next to me. Wind in my face. But you like you don't stop now when I feel so great. I want to eventually. I just I'm about to move. So I have an extra like, swimming like, vinyl. That's why I asked. I got I got it twice for Christmas. Yeah, I'm a, I'm for my next one. I want to do it. I just like we'll talk about it. I love the choice. I've just been in my still ain't had enough. I've been in my introspective. This is a great album. Like in terms of like just feel good and fueling. Yeah, I think just like I've been lately just listening to very chill. I put some money on forever. But, uh, but it just makes me feel so good. Right. I like to calm people. I feel don't like people like are always very. I don't know if you've ever so been to I, my home or space, yeah, but yeah. like I'm always. Everyone always says like, oh, like I'm so like chill. Like I've never. I didn't have like a moment today to just relax. I always try to make space for. Cause you never know what people are dealing with. So it's always good to just like leave this people making feeling better than. Stop! I want to come over. Yeah, come. I love. <laughs> I want to come over and breathe. Because yeah, <laughs> I'm forgetting to breathe. Like, I promise. It's inter- if you come over to my place, it's either like I'm done us drinking and smoking, or we are probably doing yoga and meditation. Oh, or like, you know, wow. it's either, it's you either know vibe. exactly what we connect with <laughs> further may, at the meeting. I ask, what are we smoking? That's a very Not crack, Ruben. I mean, like, yeah, I'm like, no, wait. no, we could be doing hookah. People we could do, do hookah. Oh, you're right, listen, you're right, you're right, you're right. Some people do. I'm Pakistani. I could do hookah. Some I could, I could smoke set one up. Cigars. You're right, you know, you're right. So you're right, you're right. That, you know, that's why I wanna, I wanna make sure that I'm feeling the vibes. I mean, if I had the space, I'd be down for like people smoking cigars or whatever, but oh I don't my want god, that, that bitch! I'm like, yo, there's not enough. Like, I feel like there's that's not. As much of a thing as it should be, women smoking cigars. That's like, cool. why can't I be a head honcho with you, bro? Why can't we smoke this cigar I smoke together cigars, and celebrate our success? But also, what are you gonna say, bands? 
Okay. So I'm the last person with the aux. And this is coming from Lucky Day's new album called Candy Drip. Man, okay. I think he's going to win another Grammy with this. It's beautiful. There's so many instrumentation in this album. This is like for real music. This is for the musical nerds. For sure. And the, the song, song has... I still got to listen to this album. I'm late. The song I'm playing is God Body featuring Smino. And I, mm. love, I love Smino. Smino. I met him when he came um, to open up for SZA, but I'll play it. Here it is. Slight flex. It's a little vibe. We don't know what we're doing. Oh, we jump to these conclusions. The thought that we can lose it all. We search for sweet confusion. Like, baby, you should call. All of these breaks all up in your head. Good heart, bad timing. so we don't get flagged that's god body by lucky day and smino or <laughs> lucky day featuring smino and wow what a song what a song what an album i love that man i, I need to see him live i'm actually seeing jasmine sullivan on wednesday so i'm very oh, excited about that flex. i'm so excited Hotels. please record a girl like me if she oh. does that one i'm gonna run out of battery and storage True, be present be present i take that back be present be pre like Listen Soak to it in, right? Right. Yeah, she I'm was actually to less at concerts now. Dealing with same, she was dealing with COVID and she canceled a lot of shows. So I was actually not worried if she was coming to my show, but like worried about her because she's to me one of the greatest vocalists of all time. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, that was past me the aux. Christina, do we have any announcements? Um, I have nothing except uh, stop being bitter and just do the work. If people don't oh, see you, I was gonna be like, "Who are you throwing shade at?" Okay, no, I'm throwing sense. shade. Actually, yes, I am. Um, yeah. If people don't see you, just continue to do the work. And this is also <gasps> notes to self because sometimes I feel like I'm not seen. I have an antidote. And I've been no. We'll save the antidote for after because we have to close out. It makes sense. Um, but um, yes, do the work, <laughs> and you will be seen. And if not by the people you want to see you, by others that deserve to see you. And Manal said it. It's going to come back to you. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Like, if you're yeah. doing everything with intention, you're putting the work in, that's just going to come back to you. Stop fucking complaining. Yes. Nothing is done in vain. Nothing. Right. And this is the Spark Up Podcast, episode 141, featuring Manal from the Let's She Community go. Club. Thank you so much for coming. This is Christina Sev, Rhode Island's number one podcast, baby, and we out. Per.